Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. So this is Tim Howard. I'm the host of Reflect the Life You Want podcast. And on the front end of this interview, I just want to take a quick minute to talk about how you can connect with me, Tim Howard, via Instagram at Tim Howard the Mirror to learn more about the Mirror Book Project or the Man's Cool Coaching Business, or you can reach out to me via LinkedIn or on Facebook. Um, connect with me to learn more about the Mirror Book Project that's in the works and Reflect the Life You Want podcast here in the Man's Cool Coaching Business. I'm especially excited today to have a special guest here with us. You're going to enjoy. He's a lot of fun. I know we're going to have some laughs today. Brad Caldwell of Spark Business Strategies. Yes, sir. So welcome to the show, Brad. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. We've uh, we've been swapping some messages a little bit about what kind of we were going to talk about because you've had so much happening in your life in the last year or two. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think... Um, it is very is very easy to be mindful of um, how fortunate I am that in a in a season where there's a lot of fear and a lot of doubt yeah. and a lot of challenges um, economically, politically, in health, mm-hmm. um, that uh, our company has grown significantly. We're now moving, you know, more toward you know, we do we do branding and marketing, and now we're looking at what does it mean to be Brad Caldwell? Yeah, and that's never been the that's I've never ever thought of personal branding for myself and that's where that's where we're navigating right now yeah yeah it's been a good season yeah it's been exciting for me to kind of watch you you know we first met a couple years ago through some local marketing activities and then being involved in the port city young professionals jenna curry the founder of that and uh a lot has happened since then yeah yeah i mean we've lived in wilmington now for just over three years Mm -hmm. and so we moved here right before florence yeah so, you know, you have, you move here, you get so gung-ho, we're building a house, so we were all in, and then there's like a four-month delay on being able to do anything. You remember what it was like yeah. post-Florence, and, yeah. and so we had that delay, and then we started a company that we never intended to start mm-hmm. uh, with Spark, and when I say we, I, I mean, it's it's me, but also my wife, Grace, yeah. um, was really the catalyst of, of me even thinking about starting my own company, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, it's crazy to think that the the boom of our company happened during another yeah. really large, challenging season uh, with COVID. So yeah, it's been it's been real good. Well, why don't you talk a little bit about your background, where you're from, how mm-hmm. you kind of grew up, kind of your professional background, how you and Grace and your family, and just a little yeah. bit, so we get a little bit of context of who Brad is up till this point, and then sure, talk about some new uh, stuff. I am from Durham, North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, and man, same house. From when I was three till my parents retired, like not quite two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, now they live in uh, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, so we're not too far from them. But um, the oldest of two, my little sister is three years younger than me. I'm 41 today, uh, so she'll be 38 soon. Yeah. Um, and uh, started out, um, I guess professionally. You know, went to college, went to Elon. Uh, was at Elon when it became Elon University. Fun fact: um, yeah. the first Phoenix mascot 
at Elon. Um, so they got a great business school. So, oh, they did not when I was there. Oh, it's so much harder to get into Elon. Yeah. Now when I tell people, they don't have to look at me curiously. I'm like, what's an Elon? Yeah. Now they say things like, oh, you must have been so smart. Yeah. And I wasn't. Um, but but <laughs> I got in. Learning. But I got in. Yeah, I'm working uh, on it. Uh, but uh, from Elon, um, faith became a big component while I was there, campus mm-hmm. ministry. Uh, went into ministry, was in ministry for about the next 10 years. Uh, left ministry uh, not long after becoming a dad. Uh, Grace and I have now been married 14 and a half years. We have three sons. Parker is 12, Elliot seven, and Benjamin is two. And uh, spent about six years at Chick-fil-A learning a lot. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, it's hard work. Um, fast food is not for everyone. It wasn't for me ultimately. Yeah. But after five or six years, I walked away with um, some great lessons that I didn't know I knew until we took a wild hair moved to the Seattle, Washington area. My hometown. Um, yeah, man. Golly, love love west western washington mm-hmm. um we've been pretty much from the bottom to the top being tourists and you know saw tulip festivals and yeah. all the way up to canada um uh, man we we loved we loved western washington um while we were there uh kind of got approached by a guy who owned a marketing agency started talking about the way that i communicate and how i'm a strategist and i didn't really know what that meant mm-hmm. it's not something i'd ever really thought of before and um, he'd heard me talking about my time at Chick-fil-A and from it, it really took and, uh, kind of started to get a little bit of a pebble in the shoe about, uh, branding yeah. and about how, um, we spend a lot of money on marketing, but not a lot. Uh, we spend a lot of money on telling people who we are and what we do, but not a lot of time learning what our truths are and uh-huh. who, and who needs to hear that. Yeah. You know, everybody doesn't need what I'm selling, but the person who needs what I'm selling really needs it really needs it so um that became uh we moved back to the east coast for family health stuff not mine but my extended family and um was working both coasts with Mm -hmm. the with the marketing agency and then uh, my wife just challenged me to start spark and that's that's two and a half years old now yeah i was there right about the start of it yes you you and i uh you were working locally with a um the Wilmington Sharks baseball team yes, helping them with some of their mm-hmm. branding and marketing, and uh, and then through Port City Young Professionals, we met there. And I, you were the man of the year for Port City Young I, Professionals I was in 2020. Last year, yes, yeah. I was. Yeah, so you really, in a very short period of time, uh, started making an impact locally mm-hmm. in branding and marketing, and now it's just exploded. Yeah, from the Sharks, there were three more baseball teams after that. Mm-hmm. From my work with um, a local uh, medical clinic, the Frank Institute, yeah, um, there have been two chiropractors and two other doctors' offices. Uh, from work with trades, um, uh, Patriot Roofing and 360 Painting, Salt Air, mm-hmm. Heating and Cooling, um, I've been able to branch out significantly across the country. So, I mean, we picked up a client uh, yesterday in California. And I don't, I don't know when I'll ever see that person. Yeah. Um, but it's a connection from a client right here in Wilmington. So Wilmington's been a huge part of the expansion. Yeah. Uh, especially across this country. Well, we talked about before the show, you know, maybe some things, some themes that were going to stay within the context. You know, this is Reflect the Life You Want podcast. Sure. Reflect the Life You Want is, is the theme of the Mirror Book Project with my co-author Maria Spears and I. 
And we talked about a couple things um, in that reflect acrostic around each day to be grateful. So we're going to yes, talk sir. about gratitude and then also your inner circle. And I'm imagining that inner circle here locally has helped to facilitate that growth now that you're having nationally. Oh, without a doubt. You mentioned Jenna Curry, and um, mm-hmm. she really uh, gave me an opportunity to be front and center for Port City Young Professionals. And in a local market like Wilmington, you now have, when it was regular to have face-to-face access, yeah. I had face-to-face access with hundreds of people. And that's really where I started to learn how to say what Spark is, mm-hmm. how to articulate what branding strategy is and what differentiates that from from traditional marketing practices. And uh, then I'm also a part of BNI. Yep. I'm a local BNI group. And um, that group has been wonderfully supportive and really invested heavily in um, helping me get to know Wilmington as fast as possible and giving me some uh, wonderful opportunities. And then, you know, through those platforms, meeting people like you um, who have cheered me on quite sincerely um, mm-hmm. for for as long as you've met me. Uh, there's there's a handful of people who, uh, man, I'm immensely grateful for. I do try to keep my circle as small as possible. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier to communicate. Yeah. Um, makes it easier to hear. Absolutely. You know, and I think so that's been hugely beneficial. Yeah, well, you're tying both those things together, right? Your immense yeah. gratitude and with that inner circle and um, – we talk about in the man's school and the woman's school, this idea, you know, of, you know, you're, you become the average of the five people you spend the most time mm. with. Right. And some of those people I've been very intentional about, like my co-author in the Miracle yeah. project, Maria Spears, Jenna Curry is one of those people, the founder of PCYP that very intentionally starting to build a deeper business relationship that has then led to other things. But I've seen you invest in those relationships locally and have mm. impact helping other people's businesses and now that in turn, that's turn around and blessing you and your family too. Yes, sir. I want to touch on just for a second, your wife, Grace. Yeah. Because when COVID hit, she really stepped out there with front and center, really doing some really cool things on a with public the joy level. project. Absolutely. Yeah. At the hospital, New Hanover Regional Medical Center. Yeah. Just touch on that a little bit. Sure. No, I, that's a subject I don't mind discussing. Yeah. Um, so Grace is a critical care nurse at uh, New Hanover Regional. And um, when COVID came about she was one of the first group of nurses to say i would work specifically in the COVID unit Mm -hmm. um, when we didn't know what it would be and if you haven't had very raw real discussions with um healthcare workers i would encourage people to do that Um, it's not been an easy season Mm -hmm. Um, there are less nurses now than when we started yeah uh, because um, we have not just incubated a virus, but we've put some people in positions where uh, hospital administrations couldn't have been properly prepared for something we've never dealt with. Nursing staffs couldn't have been properly staffed, and you can't control the rate of infection. And so as people flood into hospitals, doctors and nurses and medical assistants and, and anybody who's walking through the hospital to help, mm-hmm. a custodial staff, um, all of those people are, are working double time and working overtime right. and dealing with more people who have less contact with their own people. Imagine as we talk about yeah. our inner circles being cut off from them because you got sick. Right. So at, at the, one of the worst times of your life, you can't have a friend come visit you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of 
counseling from people who are trained on how to be nurses, mm-hmm. um, a lot of coordination and organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that, at that fever pitch moment, I want to say sometime around like March, um, maybe from herself, maybe from listening to other people complain, uh, Grace recognized that the backs of masks were just kind of cutting into people's ears. They weren't, right. weren't used to wearing them 24 seven right. in hot, challenging circumstances with a mandate that you can never take them off. Um, you've got to be able to go somewhere isolated to take mm-hmm. them off. And, and so she was looking up solutions and saw some ideas, reached out to uh, a few local seamstresses in the area, mm-hmm. um, some people who had access to fabrics and buttons, and created the Joy Project, which was for women, a full wrap headband with buttons on the back where you could wrap the mask around the buttons. And then for men, it was a small ribbon strip on the back of your head that you would just put the put the mask there instead of it pulling on your ears and initially, it was a really sweet project, and then uh, local television got a hold of it. Yep. Uh, local media outlets got a hold of it. Larger outlets got a hold of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilma was very supportive, and eventually Grace would win the 2020 Wilma Woman to Watch Award in the health yeah. category um, for the Joy Project. And um, I I don't know how many thousands, maybe tens of thousands, I know everyone who wanted one at New Hanover Regional got one. I know they reached uh, hospitals in surrounding counties. Mm-hmm. I know they reached out to Wilmington Health, Medac, all the private um, urgent cares. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, thousands of people uh, reached in the span of four, five months yeah. um, with things that were just piling up on our counter initially mm-hmm. and then watching you know, rolls of fabric come in and then headbands go out and care packages sent. It wasn't just the headbands. Grace is very conscientious of the needs of nurses because she is one and the needs of medical professionals. So, you know, thoughtful things. Hand yeah. sanitizer when it was a really hard, hard commodity to, to find. Yeah. Um, that with toilet paper. In the bag. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so yeah, Grace Grace is remarkable and did a, a yeah. remarkable thing. Yeah. Well, you know, in my primary profession, I'm a Homes for Heroes realtor here in the Wilmington area, and I give back to people that serve in the community, such mm-hmm. as healthcare providers, such as Grace. So I started to pay attention to what she was doing. Yeah. I was like, wow, that is really cool. And She's I actually had, one. I engaged a, a local seamstress, the wife of a mutual friend of ours to uh, make some of those things oh, and good. contributed in the hospital. Excellent. So it was really cool to watch and just see her um, step into that yeah. and make an impact on the community. And, and I would imagine- quickly, You for, see a need, meet a need. Oh yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah. She saw a need, saw how to meet it, and then- with exceptional speed yeah. and professionalism met the need. Yeah. I'm imagining you're very proud as your husband to the impact she yes, made sir. in the community. So mm. that's really, really cool. Well, that gets back to that amazing inner circle that you have and your yeah. wife being probably number one, right? Very much so. Yeah. Yes, sir. And your three sons. That's really cool. Especially grateful for them. Hey, I wanted to touch on something that I've noticed um, recently. You have, unlike anyone else I've seen on the local scene and now uh, making an impact nationally, you've taken advantage of a new social media platform, Clubhouse, and really begun to leverage that in your business. And I'm just curious for you to share what you're learning in that and what's that been like, because you're becoming an influencer Mm -hmm. on that platform. Well, you know, back in December, Mm -hmm. uh, you started hearing a lot more about this app and professionally because we we do a lot of marketing 
executions, I'm always interested in where social media is going. Mm -hmm. Now we work with where it's at, yep. but we want to see where it's going and voice, video, augmented reality things, all technology is driving social media forward. And um, anytime you can get a different kind of engagement, it's always worth looking at. And so mm -hmm. really it was very much a professional curiosity. Mm -hmm. And so I, I got onto Clubhouse, which is a, for those who don't know, is a social audio only app. Right. Um, so you can see someone's profile photo, but you'd have to go to another linked account to see pictures, anything like hear their, hear their voice and see their face. Mm -hmm. Um, there are no videos, anything like that. Um, and so got there, was really fascinated by it. Ended up in a marketing room, met a couple people. We shared some ideas in marketing. Uh, we were nowhere near one another in, in location. And then from that, I mean, we kind of have jokingly said in hindsight, uh, Clubhouse is a bit of a microwave in relationships. Mm. Um, and it moves things forward very quickly. And so we um, were a part of multiple different clubs would be the proper vernacular. Mm -hmm. And each of those clubs have different rooms. And in those times, you know, you, you make connections. Some of that was local. I've met people from Wilmington through Clubhouse that I hadn't met at Port City Young Professionals yeah. or having a radio show or having uh, uh, connections in healthcare. Never met those people. And when they would say where they lived, you live five miles from my house. <laughs> and it took and we've Clubhouse never met. For, for us to run into one yeah. another. Yeah. Um, and then here... Uh, gosh, very recently, uh, a good friend who we work together now, and the, to the point of my business, we monetized professionally within six weeks of being on the app. Wow. Um, we grabbed a client, uh, a nonprofit in Southern Alabama, um, was doing some great things down there uh, almost immediately, all the way up until two months ago when we landed an an NFL hall of famer, um, cool. as a, as a personal brand. And, um, so those opportunities really came about through people being in a room, having honest conversation, mm -hmm. some debate, uh, especially amongst professionals and, uh, people really just giving credence to good advice. And then, um, all the way up until I guess three weeks ago, uh, yeah, right at the beginning of August, I was in um, a conference, an in-person conference in New York City uh, called the Breakfast with Champions Consortium where I was one of the speakers, and every one of those speakers was someone from Clubhouse. Yeah. And Breakfast with Champions is now, uh, I believe it's the largest morning show on social media. Um, it It's heard by tens of thousands of people a day. Um, you can hear it on Clubhouse. You can also go to the Breakfast with Champions app. Um, I think the proper thing to say is wherever apps are sold. Um, <laughs> and uh, however it is you get your podcasts. Yeah. And I actually have a segment on that show now. Uh, every Wednesday at 1030, um, I get to wrap what they call Wealth Wednesday and kind of send people off with a, a bit of a mindset challenge as it relates to getting what they want in business. Yeah. Really yeah. focusing on that abundance kind of mindset. I very much have, yeah. you know, a mindset speak can get a little convoluted. We put a mm -hmm. lot of adjectives in front of it, mm -hmm. but uh, growth is supposed to fixed. And I don't know what the opposite of abundance mindset is, except Scarcity. to say, right, except to say, 
fear a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And um, I just think the pie is big enough and the population is hungry enough where you're not taken from me. So I, let's, let's help each other out. And that's really been the secret to a lot of our partnerships and some of our best client work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what I saw is I saw you really stepping into that mm -hmm. and taking risk and trying a new platform. You're more of an extrovert than I am more of an introvert. You have the gift of gab. So you're yeah. leveraging one of the key skills and talents that you have, the ability mm -hmm. to, to communicate very effectively with other people. And I, I'm, I'm still interested in learning more about that. And I'm sure we will in the future, but yeah. you've now, like you're speaking and going places. You got other stuff coming up in the near future beyond what you just did in New York City, right? Yes, Talk sir. a little bit about some of those things coming up. Yes, sir. I've got an opportunity to be in Nashville in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. I've got uh I've got I know Florida at the end of the year. Um, I'm sure there's a city. I'm not going to the whole state, <laughs> but uh, all of this is very new to me. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, we created Spark to hide behind businesses and lift them up. Yeah. And I use spark as an opportunity for me to hide behind it. Yeah. Um, it never really crossed my mind that, uh, one of the brands spark would help develop would be the brand of its CEO, me. Um, yeah. and, and that's what we're working on now. And that's, it's been a, has been weird. Um, trying to feed me some of the advice I have given to everyone out. else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I now recognize why people have been slow to take it. Um, <laughs> Because, man, it's risky, man. It's crazy to go out there and say, uh, I have a message that people want to hear. Mm -hmm. There's an ideal target audience in the world mm -hmm. for my message. Mm -hmm. um, that sounds so silly to me. Um, it probably will for quite some time. But I think the the opportunities in New York City, uh, a, a virtual conference coming up in late October. Um, I'll be in Durham, North Carolina in October. Nope, November. And then two conferences in Wilmington yeah. um, for two very specific audiences who just wanted to bring a branding marketing presence in. So that's five or six or seven. I don't know how many speaking engagements in the next four months. And that's up from the zero yeah. of the two and a half years prior. So, you know, there's and then you add PCYP where I'm one of the core leaders mm -hmm. where we'll be on, on the 16th and again at the end of the month. So, yeah, man, it's been it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, it's been cool to watch and see you grow. I'm, I'm going to be flying to Dallas uh, on the 16th for a conference with EXP Realty I'm affiliated with. And Tony Robbins, one of those you know right. premier personal branding and uh, coaching kind of guys, is going to be speaking at that conference. We touched on a couple of things before the show that I want to come back to that okay. relates to gratitude and what you're mm -hmm. learning and growing through. And you just, you just touched upon a little bit. And I kind of just sensed there a little little bit of emotion there that was coming up within you around sure. something that you're probably especially grateful for. But we talked about this idea that inner circle, these kind of two dichotomies that they're both there to lift us up, yeah, but also to help hold us accountable. And I wonder if you'd speak to what you've been learning in that. Yeah. Well, you know, and this is kind of interesting. Um, so my birthday is August 6th. Mm -hmm. And so I just turned 41 a week ago today mm -hmm. and um the following day saturday i had dinner and i told my wife i didn't want to have dinner um and, and people bring me presents and, and all that other stuff so instead i had uh i had some i said i wanted my closest friends there mm -hmm. and um liz myers who we know yeah, yeah. was there john moore yeah who we know no was john. there uh nate lingerfelt 
mm-hmm. is a, a, another local business person. And then one of my best friends from, gosh, over the last 15 years, a guy named Mike and his wife, drove down from Raleigh. And that was it. And that was us. And we sat there and we had dinner. We had it over at Rum Cow uh, yeah. right here in downtown and um, had a wonderful dinner. And instead of a gift-giving circle, it was, I wanted you to know why you had a seat at this table. Yeah. And I won't repeat all that because that did get emotional for me. <laughs> um, but in the middle of it, my wife said, well, actually, um, and a round of drinks came out. And I was like, well, nobody ordered a round of drinks. And, and my wife said that it was from um, a group of people who I only know from Clubhouse. Yeah. There's a little group of like eight of us. And uh, they had pulled their money together and just bought a round of drinks for everyone at the table because they're all over the country. So wow. if you take those two circles, I mean, you're really looking at professionally, personally, in faith, as a, as a dad and a husband, mm-hmm. you're really looking at, you know, nine or 10 people, um, maybe, maybe 12 people who speak into where I'm at mm-hmm. and where I want to be. Those are the people I test out my, my theories and my fears and my insecurities and my, and my goals mm. with, and to a person, every one of those people I could name has been a catalyst of positive change, mm-hmm. but also someone who's helped hold the line when I get off off the rails a little bit, whether I get in my own head mm-hmm. with some self-doubt and uh, a, a tendency for some relatively negative self-speak, like who's going to listen to the message, Yeah, those kinds of things. Um, but at the same time, you know, they're, they're the ones who they will admonish me and elevate me. And oftentimes kind of simultaneously. Yeah. Well, the C in the reflect the life you want of the acrostic is that clarify your inner circle. So it sounds to me like you've really been intentional just as I have about who are those people that you're allowing to speak into your life, Mm -hmm. who's building you up like Grace and Liz and John and Nate and and then, but also who's helping to keep you in the lane of where you want to be. Yeah and encourage you when you're uh, having that negative self-talk. And that's a big piece of the man's school and the woman's school we really focus on is our mind management. Well, there's a really cool, I love this metaphor so much. I guess I heard it, man, was it 20 years ago? It might be 20, and it's just never left me. Mm-hmm. There was a man at the church I was working at at the time who was an actual potter. And if you know anything of scripture, that man's career is a walking metaphor. <laughs> and he said, that, um, you know, you make the pot and you painstakingly do it. And then the purpose of the kiln is not only to proof the pot, but also f- to reveal the imperfections. Right. If there's air in the clay or, or it doesn't come together in the right spot, you'll see the cracks. You'll see the, mm-hmm. you'll see the bumps. Mm-hmm. And there's something that they spray while in the kiln or they'll pull it out quickly depending on the imperfection. And they'll spray something to correct it. And that spray is called grog. And the spray goes right into, he said, and for the highest level of pottery, Mm -hmm. so like your porcelains, your chinas, the grog has to be as fine as possible. Mm -hmm. And the good, a good question is where does the, where does that mist come from? Mm. And it actually comes from clays that have been in the kiln before Mm -hmm. that pot that cracked under the pressure Mm. and were seemingly discarded, but were constantly pounded and pulverized. You add a little bit of water to them and they become the thing that actually makes the porcelain. So it's not the clay that gets put in the fire. It's the thing that helps clean up the imperfections. Mm -hmm. And for me, that idea of refinement, um, the, anyone can tell you you're good when you're good. Yep. And that's encouraging. It's nice, but a a small gust on a windy day 
is a little is a little hard to perceive sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's the person who will grab the water when you feel like you're on fire. Yeah. And the person who will uh, lift you up when you feel like you're not as good as you think you might have been. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's those people that really only through living life out with them and you'll find out who, you know, you find out who your friends are. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm too old to be um, interested in acquiring surface relationships. Mm. Those are too easy. There's too yeah. much media. There's too much access. Right. Um, I want, I want the people who, um, who want to run with me. Yeah. You know, and that's, and I'm very fortunate that I could, I mean, that I could name 10 people. Mm -hmm. Um, very fortunate. Yeah. Very, very fortunate. Well, I'm thinking about the refiner's fire as you're describing yeah. that and, and, and the power of that. And I'm just thinking for yourself, as you're talking, I'm thinking about who are some of those people in my life. Mm. And the tears are kind of coming up my mind, but it's like, wow, who are those people? And a great deal of intentionality around that. So I just see you're living that out. Mm. You know, you're taking advantage, not, not in a negative way, in a positive sense that you're leveraging the relationships you have to help you with the things that you recognize within yourself. Maybe you're not as strong as you'd like to be. For sure. And you're open to feedback and people pouring into you and say, hey, Brad, here's an area where you might be able to, or when you're having that self-doubt to give you that encouragement. And I think that's so important to remain humble as we're having mm -hmm. success. It's just like, you know, I've never stopped learning. For and, sure. Yes, and, sir. And who is it that I'm going to allow to speak into my life and encourage me? And what's going to happen is going to be interesting is holding on to those relationships now as you become more and more well-known mm. in what you're doing. And uh, my hunch is you're going to, those core relationships are always going to be there for you. That's, that's certainly the hope. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. And there'll be new relationships you'll get to, to yes, meet sir. and develop. And that's going to be really cool to see too. Well, I always like to ask two questions of every guest, and we've probably touched on this a little bit already. But the first question I like to ask is, what are you, Brad, for yourself personally, working on to reflect more of the life that you want to have? I, you know, I think uh, over the last year, year and a half, it's, it's very easy and somewhat dismissive in, in the parenting circles to talk about how we have our, we can't get rid of our kids during COVID. They're here. They're all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and now kind of looking in what I hope is, is hindsight to that end for their sake, for socialization and education purposes. Um, Cause my kids love their schools here in Wilmington. Uh, shout out to Anderson and Murray um, and happy kids. Um, <laughs> Cause we do a two year old, but uh, my, I think I spent a little too much time being bothered that, uh, man, I couldn't do the work that I wanted to do. Now we know in hindsight, it was the busiest I've ever been, the most productive I've ever been, made more money than I've ever made, had more reach than I've ever wanted. And I was bothered because my son wanted to come ask, this is not a joke. Uh, I yelled at my son on a zoom for opening the door mm. to, to refill my coffee. Mm. That's what he opened the door for. Mm. And, uh, and so I apologize to him on that Zoom as well. But um, now looking back at it, my relationship with Parker, my oldest, is uh, is very genuine. Mm -hmm. Like we we're very similar. My poor wife. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> man, I hope my youngest uh, has some tendencies more toward her family because the older two uh, are 
carbon copies of their dad, and that has got to be obnoxious. Um, <laughs> three of me just roaming around uh, the house. Um, Grace has a lot of grace. She really does, brother. Um, now you see why she's quick so quickly to run to the hospital and then isolate herself. Um, it's for her own it's self-care. Uh, but we... Parker and I have developed a really, really good relationship over the last year. We had a good one before, but when you can't get away from somebody, I think it either um, creates a greater bond or a greater tension. And mm. I don't think you get to choose. You know, mm. it's not, it's not, it's not a mix of both. It's either uh, what was the relationship when it came in, mm-hmm. and then it'll be proved over time. And my uh, my seven year old uh, Elliot, who is reckless and wild, and um so high energy and so loud um he and i are probably better buddies than we've ever been mm-hmm. um which is nice and then of course we have the baby mm-hmm. who has spent most of his life in covid yeah and uh, he doesn't know the difference and so it'll be interesting to see how how that fleshes out for him when one day you, you can't take for granted that you're just going to be home all day mm-hmm. um so yeah no no that 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 is, I think, the thing that I am most excited about, most grateful for, and also looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. You know, this time next year I'll have a teenage son. Mm-hmm. Um, so just navigating that and mm-hmm. and living that life out, a little bit more behind the scenes as as maybe the curtain for Brad gets a little bit more open. It's nice. It's nice to have a pretty active backstage. <laughs> Well, two thoughts came to me as you were yeah. sharing that story around Parker. One was uh, this idea of like interruptions leading to greater intimacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I was thinking about how even relating back to what, the story you were telling about Grace earlier with the Joy Project, how that was a similar thing. But it's like these things that very much have disrupted our lives right. now have actually brought us together closer and deeper ways For sure. than we ever might have imagined. But at the moment, they seem like annoying disruptions interruptions that we didn't wouldn't have hoped for but now that actually blossom into something greater mm. so you know i think that going back to that gratitude and who's your inner circle in this case your family for sure uh there's probably be some blessings in that you didn't anticipate in the moment oh absolutely my i don't think anyone has been more proud of me in the last year than parker mm. that's cool because he started to kind of figure it out and now he'll hear me say a name you know, a YouTube star yeah. that I was talking to earlier that day. Yeah. Oh, Dad, I know who that is. Or, <laughs> or a recent interview, and he's like, Dad, I watched him on TV. Yeah. And it's starting to click for him what I do for a living a little mm-hmm. bit, and he's watching that expand. And mm-hmm. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I'm blessed right now. I have uh, my youngest son is going through the man school, Great Man's Legacy coursework with me. So it, it's been like I'm very proud of him, but it's also like this added level of responsibility of how I show up. Hmm, for sure. Oh, that's true. But it's it's been really cool. But again, that's that that's that accountability and that encouragement Absolutely. kind of together. Absolutely. Very much. Thanks for tying that back together. So the last question I'd like to ask of you, you've got a lot of great life experience in different hmm. areas, in ministry, in business, and now in small business. If there's any one idea or piece of wisdom or nugget that you would share with someone else to reflect more of the life they want, what would that be? There's a, I, I need to step into that. I think I'm the one who said this. I think this might be a Brad Caldwell original. Okay. But I just don't have the confidence because someone's going to say, <laughs> you know, Brad, if you Google that, <laughs> someone's been saying that for 200 years. Yeah. Um, but it's 
whatever grows is from whatever is planted. So mind the seeds. And um, I think more often than not in business, we grow and develop what we plant. Mm. And, and now we'll get frustrated because we'll, we'll shout that we want the fruit tree and get mad at the weeds. Yeah. But the weeds more often than not, as opposed to your yard in your life, they actually come from something you've planted. Mm. You know, you know, we'll justify Well, I'm not good at time management. Mm. It's so hard to eat healthy. Um, I got to get my, however many hours of sleep in. Um, I need me time. Mm -hmm. I don't want to work that many hours, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. um, Those weeds are are also seeds that we plant. Mm -hmm. And it also allows, uh, a proper mindfulness that the greatest growth. Now, if I'm planting tomatoes, tomatoes is what's going to grow, but the watering, the fertilizing, the cultivating, the soil that it's placed into most of that stuff doesn't have anything to do with me. It came from something or someone else. And, um, so yeah, I'm, I try to be, uh, as mindful as possible that the seeds are in my control Mm. and in due season, they'll, they'll grow. What we sow, we reap. Right. And so I, I'm, I'm very cognizant of the seeds. So whatever grows is from whatever has been planted. Uh, so mind the seeds. So say that quote again. I want people to hear. Yeah. So, Gosh, man, I hope this is the me original. <laughs> I'm going to have to read the comments yeah. on this, aren't I? Yeah. Uh, whatever grows is from whatever has been planted, and so mind the seeds. That's powerful. Uh, thank you. That is a powerful Unless it's not from me, and then That's thank okay. Them. It's still powerful yeah. for if, even if someone else said It's on my business cards. There you go. With my name on it. Awesome. So <laughs> I yeah. hope it's me. I sincerely do. <laughs> we may have to look into trademarking that. Yeah. Point. So, you know, We've talked about a lot of great stuff, and mm. I've seen your growth personally, professionally. I am cheering you on. Thank I'm watching you, you, and it's cool to see all the things you're doing. But what I'm especially proud of is just to hear what you're learning as a man, mm. as a husband, as a father, and the impact you're going to be making uh, both uh, for Grace and for your children going forward. So that's mm. especially cool. But if people want to hear more about Brad Caldwell, yeah. and personal branding and marketing, how's the best way to reach out and connect with you? So you can email me at brad at sparkbusinessstrategies.com, which is a really long email address. Yeah. Or you could just go to thisisbrandstrategy.com. That's mm-hmm. Spark's website. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to hear Breakfast with Champions, the morning show, mm-hmm. uh, either get on Clubhouse yeah. and look for that club, Breakfast with Champions, um, or go to the App Store or whatever it is on people who ha- who do not have Apple products. I don't yeah. know. I've always only had that. Um <laughs> Go to go to the app and find that podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's that's it. The website, the email, and uh, an occasional podcast or two. Well, it's been a delight to have you as a guest. I appreciate you coming on the show. And as I said, I'm cheering you on, watching you grow your business, making mm-hmm. an impact both here locally and how you're starting to make an impact outside of the immediate area. And I just look forward to seeing what does all that turn into. And just watching that spark that you've created just continue to grow. I see what you did there. That was good. (laughs) I will say, uh, from the moment I met you, you've never been anything short of an encourager, brother. So I appreciate you. Well, thank you very much. All right, brother. Thanks for being a guest of the show. Glad to do it. I just say to everyone out there, go out there and live a life of greatness. Mm. Yes, sir. It's good.